is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up, and no one can do it lava. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G, and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the West Coast, but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically, cause on the mic, on the phone, we're gonna have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media. And you can chop up any day, cause you can stream us in any place. And then I say I was Cam G, the coolest. Had to reel you in if you never knew us. Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers. And this is a recording where no one can do it lava. This is the chop up. What's really good? What's going down? You already know what it is. Chopped up and never slopped up. This is the chop up. The it chop is your up. girl. You know who it is. It's Toya G. It's your boy, the political plug, Damo. Then you got George Lee, you know, aka B consciously. And we are here. Uh, we back for another show. Uh, not really a hiatus at all, but people got busy a little bit, so we moved some stuff around, but couldn't stay away too long. Uh, so definitely got a holiday show. We're going to get in and out with this situation. But we also going to head to top it up a little bit. So, right, right. Um, you know, if you're watching live, if you're on Instagram live, it was really good. Hello. Appreciate yeah, shout out to everybody on Instagram. Shout out um, to everybody, you know, on Facebook too, you know. We're yeah, on Facebook this week, but, you know, we will be getting on there. <laughs> we're coming around. We will be. We're we trying will. to put the chop up on a bunch of different platforms, so make sure y'all listening in, um, not only in the, the podcast that's recorded, but you can catch the show live. Uh, we'll be on Instagram and or Facebook more consistently. You know, we try to record week to week. So make sure you're on the lookout for the shop up. And we are official, people. We on iTunes. And I know y'all got iPhones. It's Team Android. You feel me? But we know y'all got iPhones. You know what I'm saying? You can find us you on iTunes. Check out them past episodes. You feel me? And if you got an Android, it's all good. It's been on SoundCloud. We on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we are on Stitcher Radio. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you're probably gonna find a chop up. So go yeah. ahead and make sure you stay connected with the content. Make sure you sharing it. Make sure you liking it. Do all of that. You know, we're trying to talk to y'all. I'm trying to talk about what y'all want to hear about. Speaking of, let's go ahead and slide into the business of the week. Get us started. Business of the week. So first, we got the conscious chop. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. In, in 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 the recent loss of the forty first president, old George H. W. Bush, you know, yeah. uh, we've had a lot of people kind of kind of reconjuring his uh, legacy and kind of just really paying respects to him being to, to him dying. You know what I'm saying? Before I, you know, what I mean, kind of go into monologue, go in, you know, what I'm saying to how I feel. You know, I'm just curious. You know, what I'm saying what. To, to y'all, uh, Damo and Toya, what is the time and when we get to kind of be critical of the person that's passing and kind of how we're sanitizing them? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's the time period? Yo, well, to be for real, I think, it, it, I don't really think no time got to lapse as long as it's tactful. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like as long as you, as, as long as it's not, you know what I'm saying, sloppy and ugly, because you still got to deal with the human aspect of it, even though people may disagree, you know what I'm saying, in terms of politics, you got to deal with the human aspect of it, so you got people's families, all of that, and at the end of the day, as much as we disagree with the politics, you know what I'm saying, and we can continue to disagree with the politics in time of mourning, just keep it respectful. I mean, what's respectful though? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm asking. What's respectful? Because I get, and the reason why I ask what's respectful is that you have people like, and I guess I won't say in our generation because I'm pretty sure they do some, they got a little 
uh, protesting, but like people like Grant, what is it, uh, uh, Westboro Baptist Church, yeah. right? They used to go around and protest people's funerals, soldiers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All types of queer folk just mm-hmm. really go be malicious, and that, you know, that's probably not respectful, but if I'm just on Twitter, Speaking my mind on my account, he ain't never gonna see it. He dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold, but I mean, it's true. I'm not trying to know. Get in the situation. I'm trying to explain and train the thought. But what's the bright line? You know, what's the what's what's respectful versus not respectful enough? What's you know this much is respectful versus uh, you over the line this time? Like I think it's hard to tell because okay, respectability is different for Okay, so since I since I brought the respect <laughs> conversation, you know, what I'm saying into the joint. My response to that is, what's your response? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, actually, you're right because it's just like at the same time when you when you think about the people who have suffered under like particular aspects of George Bush policy, they can give a fuck about respect. You know what I'm saying? So I want to play the respectable Negro role and not just be like, you know what I'm saying? Let's you know, Man. let's keep it, let's keep it polite. But yeah. at the same time, like, niggas don't owe George Bush politeness. So, man, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking of it like you feel me because you know I'm from I'm from Bryan College Station, Texas. You know what I'm saying? You know that's why I always kind of feel like every episode say you know what I'm saying somehow figure out a way to kind of say where I'm from. But this this week, you know what I'm saying? The uniqueness is that the George Bush Library is in College Station, Texas. So you know what I'm saying? George H W Bush is being kind of I guess buried under his library in my hometown. You know what I mean? So it's been a lot of. My family members, my high school classmates, and things of that nature, you feel me? That have just been kind of being like, uh, respects to the 41st president and XYZ. And it's just like, when do we start, you know what I mean, kind of caring about George I mean, H.W. Bush? That's what I'll be asking. And that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 my, my perspective is twofold, and I'm going to try to get in and out. First of all, all of this. These conversations when white people die, that, and not just any old white person, like, for example, when Heather Heyer, you know what I'm saying, the person who got hit um, over, what was that, in Charlottesville, so, as opposed yeah. to protesting, like, that was sad, that's sad. Like, you know what I'm saying, that is a moment of reflection, like, she's getting out of control. Yeah. These are moments where you can really reflect on people's politics and look back and be like, this is a good person who yeah. deserves to be yeah. memorialized. And so, cool. But when you look at... You know, these types of really violent, problematic, specifically bad for black people, people who just happen to pass away. The man was 94. He was before life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So pass away, natural, normal, do whatever. It reminds me of that Django picture of uh, Samuel oh, Jackson holding on to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like, what are, what, are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Or as they say, master, we hurt. Yeah. 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 Master, we hurt. And so that's what, what falls into my mind and what often happens when I see people posting RIP statuses or have them posted. Like, that's, that's why. That's why. Like, he didn't care nothing about you. See, you know what see, I'm saying? See, but that's the second thing. Yeah. My second thing is this. And we can come back to this, but this reminds me of a conversation we was recently having about our barbecue politics. Like, why we start inviting white people to the barbecue just because they died, because they passed away. All of a sudden, yeah. they, they good with you. All of a sudden, they legit, you know, in, in, in the hood and in the structure and the situation, and they just not. Like, we too quick to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's disgusting how many more white people going to die, and we'll still see the same response of misled black people. Oh, you can only imagine when Bill Clinton died. Yeah. 
I mean, cause he old as shit. Have y'all seen? Did y'all see Bill Clinton? I mean, yeah, I seen Bill Clinton. I seen Bill Clinton. See, but see, but see, this the thing. See, this I feel like this the this the thing that I feel like I've been conscious about throughout the whole kind of just paying respect to George Bush. It's it's kind of how much he how much his legacy has been sanitized in order to kind of pay respects to, you know what I'm saying, him passing. You feel me? Because to me, I'm thinking of, like, you feel me, I got a whole bunch of, you know what I'm saying, Kim folks right now that's on parole for being found with a little rock. You know what I'm saying? A little, you know what I'm saying, a little $5, $10 rock, you feel me? Them boys still on parole. You know what I'm saying? Probation. Not, not probation, parole. Or trying to come home. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of them policies that my partners locked up for me saying, free little D, free this person, free that person, free that person. It's like, shit, that policy was made by George Bush, you know what I'm saying? Or 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 it was kind of pushed in when George George W. Bush was the vice president for Ronald Reagan, or you know what I'm saying, when he was the head of the CIA. And it's like shit, shout out to Free Red Ricky Ross. It's like shit, that man was doing a life sentence. You know what I'm saying? Behind some shit behind, you know what I'm saying? Selling crack. You feel me? And because we was able to find out that old uh Oliver North and Ronald Reagan and George Bush was in it, he got out of jail. So it's like shit, we forgetting about that, and we gonna just be like 41st? I'm going to tell you what's really wild about it, and I'm going to tell y'all now, and this show, this won't be the first time I come back to this specific example, but what's crazy is that when niggas die, they pull up the worst version. They want to tell the worst version of their life they live. They yeah. wasn't good mothers and fathers. They wasn't people kinfolk. They wasn't people who, mm-hmm. you know, uh, was heavy in church, who did stuff in their community, who was, you know, cared about their kids. None of that stuff was wrong. Then it's, it's, let me let me tell the worst version of that. So that's the twist of irony, you know, and the obvious situation is that, I mean, when you get to compare people's legacies, you know what I'm saying, heroes yeah. got to fit a certain model in the first certain stature and the first qualification is to be white, but then also to do a whole bunch of violent shit to other people. Yo, and I think this is unique, though, and I think this is unique. One thing that I will recognize is that a part of, like, a, a, the, some of the darker portions of yeah. uh, Asian legacy... There, there were people talking about it, right? There was an article in the Times, there was an article in the Post. So you had more people kind of express it. But the initial sentiment was, I saw it through a meme. And what I think is interesting is that no, like in the age of social media, no yeah. longer can big media dictate the narrative, uh, uh, yeah. like the, the, the uh, like the national narrative about particular individuals. Like so, if you watch the news all day, if you watch NBC Fox. It's all good stuff about them all the time. Mm-hmm. That's it. But you go, you go on my social media. It's like, oh, uh, uh, when your enemies die, all type of shit. Like, yeah. like people are like really good, especially people who you know have people die from AIDS. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you said, people with niggas locked up, they have no sympathy, right? Yeah. But the reason, the main reason why we're able to get that sentiment, why we're able to have that larger conversation outside of just what the national what the national media narrative is trying to be, is because social media provides that like that medium. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm hearing a lot, I'm hearing a lot a lot a lot a lot more. Fuck George Bush. A lot more fuck George Bush than you would than I typically expect it. Cause I'm a wild nigga. I be saying some crazy shit. Am yeah. I in my age? In my age, I kind of chill. Man, I, I feel like, That's I feel like, like man. You be talking about respect, George? Yeah. You be talking about being respectful? Hey, hey, man. Hey, I be thinking about it like, I really been, I really been having a lot on my mind about this George Bush <laughs> passing since he passed, you feel me? And because now I'm starting to rub elbows with people I haven't rubbed elbows with before, kind of, you know what I'm saying, kind of, you know, trying to get into different spaces. It's like, man, how do I stay true to me and stay true to, you feel me, how I want it? 
express while also not trying to turn off nobody in terms of messing up opportunities that I could potentially get. And what I've pretty much come down to is like it's kind of inevitable because it's like it's, it's like I'm gonna start writing a poem. You feel me? And I might drop this poem tomorrow on my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be on the lookout for that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, here you go. But look, uh, but this is easy. And one thing, though, that we kind of, like, I feel you in terms of changing, but I also think it's just a matter of maturity. And the thing that, like, like we always talk about, like, we all kind of, like, got our consciousness around the same time. You feel me? We, we kind of, like, our, our growth in, like, our, our knowledge was around the same, you know what I'm saying, time period. So we saw, like, we together, we saw, we seen each other, like, be the motherfuckers be the first one to speak out, the first yeah. one to call some shit racist, the first yeah. one to call some shit anti-black. But then we've also seen each other kind of step back and assess the situation and be more strategic and safe in that we do what you're saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you, like, y'all are administrators. I work for a corporate law. You feel me? Like, we we work as nations. Exactly, but we didn't say, as you can see, we still who you are. You feel me? That's the thing about it. So, um, it's pretty much what it comes down to, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, it's like, you know, like, again, I feel like I really think it's because being from Texas and having a lot of people on my timeline that is from Texas, that kind of have, I feel like some, 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 some wishy-washy politics when it comes to like calling things out and when it comes to like being respectable and appealing to the consensus. So it was just like, shit. Like it's it's kind of weird, you feel me? Because it's like growing up, growing up in Bryan, I ain't I don't remember a lot of people now that's showing all the respect to George H. W. Bush. I remember a lot of them people having like a real a real genuine disdain, like being like middle finger to both of the, the son and the daddy. I mean, but you know, I'm gonna tell you the honest to truth about my perception of the, the couple of posts that I've seen. A lot of people post a lot of this stuff without care for. In the moment that they make in the post, a lot of the real ass shit and its implications in their real lives. Yeah. So instead, you have a lot of opportunists and a lot of people who are in the moment who just yeah. for the sake of making a post. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't really got nothing to do. Like, if you really sit and pick their brains about why they did that and whether they knew about this or whether that this, this particular fact about this person was alarming or drawing to them, they yeah. 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 kind of right, just revisiting right, right. history a little bit. As much as it's just like, we like, okay, I can get the the bashing that, that people do. What happens when we put Obama in that same conversation? Yeah, because everybody got to go. Everybody got a time to go, you know what I'm saying? Then, and shit. Now, it's kind of complicated some shit. <laughs> 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 hey, hey. Ian, too, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's nuanced, right? Because yeah. when we talk about Obama, right now, that nigga can do no wrong. You feel me? Like, him, Michelle Obama, like, they, 
they might as well still be the first family as far as like niggas is concerned. Yeah. But when we look at when we look at uh Obama, his domestic policy in terms of immigration, I, and this ain't a bad Obama session, right? Obama deported more people than uh the Obama administration deported more people than George W. Bush did. You feel me? Now you gotta break that um, bigger. He he deported the most people in any any his, in history of presidency. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, he, he's considered the drone strike president. Yes, you know authorized the most drone strikes in presidents' history. You know what I mean? And so when we start talking about when we start talking about legacy, you know what I mean? Even still, like we can even we can even look at shit like the uh, the Affordable Care Act, right? Yeah, that was actually a conservative plan with ten years prior. You feel know I me? Mean? Obama took the most conservative approach. To uh, uh to healthcare, you know what I'm saying? Like he, as much as he's this liberal bastard. So uh, when we talk about when we talk about legacies, when we talk about you know what I'm saying, who's been implicated by what? I mean, we have a cultural relationship with Obama, but does he still? I mean, what, like, what do we do with that? Like with, with, with that scrutiny, what do we what do we do with that? I mean, I eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sorry. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, uh, Barack Obama is trash. Like, keep it real like, on the like, top of you. Keep it real. Real raw, raw, real rap raw. Like, I never, in a time, I've never had a good response to what Obama was just a sort of too. Like, I've never had a solid response to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly. This is not the same thing. It's and this, same is, thing. this is where, too. You know, our criticisms or my criticism of representational politics, it always just there's a throw, there's a curveball in there because okay. they just do it so good. They just do it so good. The, the Obamas just do it. And I mean, sidebar, you know, while we're talking about, you know, representational politics, the, the, the Obamas and George H.W. Bush. George H.W. Let's talk about <laughs> Michelle Obama's relationship with George W. Bush. George W. And like why everybody, because a big topic of conversation that I saw today is why the hell everybody is so infatuated with him giving her a piece of candy during the service. Like now you're like, oh, Michelle and hey, George Bush's best friends. Yeah, because they, they, they got a little. Hey, 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 at this point, too, I know y'all haven't seen him uh, bring that little piece of candy and kind of slide it to her on the sleep. I ain't even watched the funeral, but I done seen this little, this little, this little clip so many times on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's been a criticism. It's like, why are niggas eating this up? Like, oh my God, this is a symbol of how we can all get along and, you know, try to cross borders and look at they can share candy. We can really make out this thing. It's like, none of that means any of that. The short answer is... Donald Trump is that fucking bad. Yeah, that's real, though. We can look at... A part of the reason why... A part of the reason why a lot of the media is glorifying George H.W. is because... There are times there, there are like historical examples when we can see that he reached across the aisle. That he yeah. was a byproduct. I mean, but you know, we would argue that yeah, they were on the same team, yeah, yeah. the same job. Right? Yeah, so we had a conversation of different layers, of course. But symbolically, in terms of uh, symbolically, in terms of uh, bipartisanship, in an era in which bipartisan, like bipartisan communication is at an all-time low and all-time fucked up, yeah. Using him as an example to be like, look, a Republican who respected Democrats, who worked well with Democrats, and then having Bob Dole salute him at the, uh, at the end of the shit. The whole shit was to, it's, it's a part of the narrative. We need to be more, we need to be a more cohesive unit. Yeah. And there were aspects of his, of his, uh, of George H.W. Bush's legacy that the media could play on 
to uh to to for us to still talk about bipartisanship in the era of Donald Trump. So uh, yeah, that's real. It, 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 it played its role. Uh, it if they can share some candy, if you can share uh, peppermint, it's gonna be all right. Look, look at what yeah, man, that's do. that's wild. That's I can dig it though. I can dig it. Like, I can dig it though. When, when we are living in the era of what over a hundred expert political scientists would call the worst president in the history of presidents, yeah. yeah. If we live into that era, we can look at George W. and be like, hey, he wasn't that bad. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, he was bad. But comparatively speaking, yeah. even if you say we've been crazy to the moment, like when we compare everybody else to Trump, it's like, bruh, really? Like, see, I don't know, man. See, I feel like, I see, see, I think, I think that, I feel like me being, like me getting a judge so many debate rounds this year. I ain't really with all that big exceptionalism when it comes to Trump. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about it. We had presidents that really owned slaves. We had presidents that really ordered Native Americans to be knocked off and killed. So it's like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it's like, the worst president ever? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah forget Trump, but it's like, you don't want to get caught up in the sensationalism. But, but the criticism is in context, though. Yeah, I, I do agree. I do think that Trump is, I guess, the worst president of, I guess, the 20th century or of, like, the modern era. I mean, in, in modern history, yes. Like, yeah. In, in, the, in, 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 like, modern history, like, that nigga the worst, you feel me? But, I, but at, at the same time, again, for no reason should should we be whitewashing um, George H.W. Bush's uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, legacy. Especially because uh, we can't end this without talking about you know what I'm saying? His social relationship with people with AIDS during the AIDS epidemic, where black people suffer from, you know what I'm saying? Disproportionate. Yeah, black people, LGBTQ, uh, a whole bunch of, uh, uh, a whole, really, really every community, one way or another, I mean, got impacted by the AIDS epidemic. When you, when you manipulate the health and the vitality of those two communities in particular, right? Any marginalized communities, how many times have we seen you do something bad to them niggas and throw right over here to the general population? That's why you reap what you sow, you know what I'm saying? You see a whole lot of wild ass tangents in our society just, you know, implications of a small thing. This is why, she like, uh, uh, drug abuse addiction, you call, you call, you made that special package for us now. Hey, you just took the things out of yeah, so man, we're gonna tie it up, man. So so you know, the consciously gonna just give you hey, this end it off, you know what I'm saying? George H.W. Bush wasn't Trump, you know, but from the Willie Horton ad to the AIDS epidemic to putting crack in the hood, to I can name a long laundry list. We cannot whitewash the legacy of George Bush, right? What I understand with having this conversation is there's a particular etiquette when it comes to kind of going to a funeral or or kind of memorializing the individual. But me kind of being from the South, I feel like, and kind of me being, you know what I'm saying, where it is, the funerals I'll go to, they keep it 1,000, they keep it real. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I went to a family member that was an alcoholic that really died from alcoholism. You know what I'm saying? The pastor brought up. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? How, you know what I mean? This, this this family member of mine was kind of brought to the grave from, you know what I'm saying? I mean, kind of having that alcoholism. So I think that there's are, there are ways to kind of be able to account for the good and the bad while being able to remember, remember a person, you know? Uh, I would say, to tell the truth, we're signing 
tell, tell the truth and shame the devil, man. That's that's really that's really how people was raised. You know what I'm saying? So you know, when I die, you know what I'm saying? I, you hey, give it give it to me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't fake the funk with me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm a, I'm a human being. You know, and and, and and keep it real too. You know what I'm saying? Before I get to this L Dub workman, you know what I'm saying? This this, this, this track we getting into. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got no blood on my hands like old George W. H. W. Though, you know what I'm saying? And that's where the analogy falls apart. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not perfect. No, he is not perfect. But the 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 severity of impact that George H. W. Bush had on lives from the time that he was the CIA director or vice president or president, you know, it's still going on. But. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, you know, this is a chop up. So we got to give y'all a little music of people that's trying to get it in. You know what I'm saying? So if you're an artist that's trying to get your music heard on all these different podcasts, that we know somebody, you know somebody, or if you know somebody, you know, put your homeboy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, the email is the chopper email at gmail.com. The chop up email at gmail.com. Send in your music and we can have you play. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody listening in Pueblo, Colorado. We shout out to y'all. You feel me? This next artist, oh, definitely Kansas City, Bryan, Texas, Oklahoma City, everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But definitely shout out to Pueblo. You know what I'm saying? Because we know ain't too many black folks down that way. You know what I'm saying? And we know we're giving it to y'all real rap, raw, real, 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 real black life. Not trying to be on some stereotypical type stuff. But getting into this L. Dub Workman, you know, L. Dub Workman is an artist that's from Brian College Station, Texas, you know what I'm saying, shout out to Brian College Station, everybody in 979, this track, you know what I'm saying, caused a lot of controversy in the area of Hearn, Calvin, Brian College Station, well, he was in the video able to have a police officer, you know what I'm saying, kind of show in the video and make his department happy, this track is called Don't Shoot Me Down, L. Dub Workman spelled L-D-U-B- W O R K M A N. You can find him on Instagram, YouTube, uh, 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 iTunes, Amazon. You can basically find him everywhere. L Dub Work. You can find him everywhere. You know what I'm saying? How we do it on Chop Up is hashtag the Chop Up, hashtag Chopped Up, not Slopped Up. Let us know. Leave it and keep it. You know what I'm saying? Let us know. I'm about to play a little bit of it before we slide into this next section. Hold up. You already know what it is. Chopper. Chopper. Yeah. I'm searching within myself, trying to find an explanation for my past ways. Yeah. I'm wondering, is it fate that brought me here? Was it all just a bad faith? But when them lights sparkle and them fans screaming and them doors open and I'm standing on stage in that moment, I feel like this was my God-given purpose. And if not, then tell hip-hop to kill me on the spot, bury me next to pop, right there next to big, right beside Michael Jackson in a jacket like his, off the mansion in a Benz, I want structure for my kids, I want justice for the innocent people that shot and killed, the Trayvons, the Mike Browns, the John Crawfords, or even worse, choke to death like Eric Gardner, dear father, right now I'm on my knees, hands up screaming I can't breathe, don't shoot me down Mr. Officer please, right now I'm on my knees and I fear for my life, bang 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 bang, it's all I heard from the pistol, why they wanna take my life from me, and every day it seems like we're losing our people to violence. 
one that was riding the king. Last year was Miss Marlene. Today I turned on the screen and seen a cop strong on a young lady that was only 14. Made me want to get that chopper out. Run in the precinct and leave blood thick as maple syrup in a waffle house. Leave not a soul walking out just to give you something to talk about. Instead of buying diamond chains for my people, I might protest outside the pen until they take them chains off my people. We all bleed the same, but are we equal? That's a question I leave to the preacher. My words touch what thoughts can't reach you. My knowledge runs deeper. I'm conscious of all the things your pops couldn't teach you. Lord Jesus, right now I'm down on my knees. Hands up, screaming, I can't breathe. Don't shoot me down, Mr. Officer, please. Right now I'm on my knees and I fear for my life. Bang, 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 bang. It's all I heard from the pistol. Why they want to take my life from me? Every day it seems like we're losing our people to violence. We gon' make it, we gon' change it. Just leave it all up to me. And to the cops all across the nation, this issue's starting to get outrageous. What type of games did you play? You were sworn to protect and serve. So why the hell is my community scared? Now what if I ran in your crib, killed your family and kids, and walked away like it ain't me? Justify my actions in the streets for how you treating my people I'm just trying to bring peace to my people And I'ma speak for my people Cause it's mothers that's losing sons for nothing Right now I know it's family struggling Over losing a husband, a brother, a cousin How can you look at all this shit and try to tell me it's just Don't shoot me down, Mr. Officer, please Right now I'm on my knees and I fear for my life Bang, 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 bang It's all I heard from the pistol Why they wanna take my life Entertainment child. Uh, I, I, I got a question. I got a question. Now, I'm going to go ahead and set the scene up before I ask these questions. Uh, real quick, I got a couple different questions, but I'm going to set it up for you. Now, Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying, dude, I'm five foot one and a half. He's probably like two inches taller than I am, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, people know him a lot. He tells a lot of jokes. He's selling, selling out funny uh, arenas. Oh, he's a funny guy. Apparently, apparently, he's seriously funny. Whatever. And so... <laughs> Um, my man, you know, just like every other, you know, celebrity gets on Twitter, creates a name for herself, you know, connects with his fans. And I think in 2009, uh, oh, nine, <laughs> when I graduated, 10 year reunion coming up soon. 2009, 
That's that Kansas uh, City in the head. That's that Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, nah. Uh, he posted a bunch of tweets. Like, it's just like somebody got on his Twitter and screenshots. It's hella where he's saying, you know, basically calling a lot of people FAGs. You know what I'm saying? Um, I kind of want to say the word, but I'm also, you know, I'm a queer person using it intentionally and purposefully. So I'm going to go ahead and defend my right to say he was using the word fag. He called a lot of people a lot of fags for a lot of stupid reasons. Yeah. Um, but it was just a lot of tweets. So as a result, a lot of people got upset about that. They hitting up his, his people's, hitting up his... Uh, publicist hit up a lot of people and so he got on Twitter today and made some comments uh, kind of defending himself and went as far as to say a couple of interesting things so I'm going to go ahead what do you say to you what do you say what do you say what do you say well first real quick I'm going to go ahead and play a video of him addressing the old tweets that have resurfaced uh, just just so y'all can have some context for it so let's check it out get some audio on start it over alright when he is Tell them they wrong and tell them they 
trash. And then when they go find themselves and do their own research and figure out what's good, then we tell them that they changes ain't valid. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? They don't get to grow some shit. And so I really do kind of think that's a violent approach to shit. I just also don't think you need to be a condescending kind of asshole yeah, right. in addressing right. it right. when it's brought to your attention. So, George, I'm a, I want you to jump in, but I'm going to read these tweets that he posted to accompany that video. He says, I was asked the most amazing question from my kids today on the phone. They said, Dad, why don't you get mad when people talk about you on the internet? My answer was, I never see that stuff because I'm too busy being happy and loving you too. I've been explaining to them that it's hard knowing what angry, uh, what angry things people are saying when you stay away from the places that angry people love. I said angry people love the internet, so I use the only one necessary and spend the rest of your time enjoying life. I swear I love being a dad. Like, bro, you can shift the narrative if you want to. That's yeah, basically how I feel, shift the narrative. But basically what you've done is reduce people's issues with you being homophobic um, and kind of infantilize them and their issues and basically say they being childish for calling you on the carpet for something you legit did. Like, it's and, that you rec- and that you legit recognize that you were in the wrong for doing. So why is it yeah. not easier to be like, you know, I'm Man. so grateful for the opportunity to grow. People have educated me. Like, you you missing PR opportunities. Yeah, right? like he really is. He but, really is. That's, that's that's really what I think. I feel like I feel like we do have to allow people to grow and kind of uh, you know really really allow people to kind of be able to redeem themselves. But I think they got to show they redeem themselves. They got to show that they kind of growing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like him him shifting it and being like making it as people talking about him on the internet. And not him, you know what I'm saying, saying some problematic shit that he could kind of use to teach a moment, to teach his kids that, you know what I'm saying, we shouldn't use this word or, you know what I'm saying, you feel me, we shouldn't talk like this, you feel me, shit, he, he didn't do none of that, you know what I'm saying, he shifted and basically what he, he made himself the big. He wasn't smart about it at all. He wasn't smart about it at all, but but though it showed you that he ain't really grown, you know what I'm saying, because it's like shit, if, I, if, if I'm if i this PR person, it's like, if you're going to apologize for it and say you've grown, you got to acknowledge, you got to acknowledge what you've grown from. And you got to also yeah. give me something, give me a warrant, give me a reason of why, give me, give, show me some examples of how you've grown from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like yeah. he not doing that at all. I'm, a, I'm much where he was like, my kids, my kids was like, Dad, why you don't get mad? People talk about you on the internet, and basically was like, shit, I'm too busy making money and y'all riding my yachts, I mean riding my planes, like. But think about it though, and I mean I'm gonna go ahead and put myself in Kevin Hart's shoes and Kevin Hart's situation. Keep in mind, he got Can we, 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 can we,
a house. Yeah, I'm too busy loving you too. Like, yeah, you wildin', bro. You, I can tell you, you like jokes. That story is funny. That shit was. That was one of them. That was one of the stories that you tell about your dad, nigga. Cause that shit was a joke. Yeah, like. Why you niggas on the internet? Why y'all on the basket side? You niggas need to be on YouTube. Hey, 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 now, hey, now, I see, I see, I see, they say, they say that he previously apologized for this, and it's the second time he's dealing with the same tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just to add some context to, to, the, to the situation, you see, because, because, because it basically it come down to, like, if that's the case. It brings you back to my original question. Because, I mean, here's what I say. You know, there are times where I've been like, okay. I be wanting. You know, some background. She wanted. You knew he was trash. You knew she was trash. You knew that was trash. Give us some hardcore proof that you've been terrible from the start. And I validate that shit. But what is it? Like, what is... Is it fair? Now we go and dig up people's past and use it as evidence against them. And if it's not fair, you know what I'm saying? Because we all, you get flashbacks from, from Facebook and, and Instagram or whatever. And Snapchat. Y'all and get it. Like, uh, man, I was tripping back then, man. Somebody must have really pissed me off that day. You can you can go back and 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 you probably find some problematic shit I said on Facebook a long time ago. I mean, actually, I can think of a problematic joke. I'm not going to when I first was on Twitter, like, when you do it, you do it, I ain't going to make the joke again. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was problematic, you feel me? Think about it, though, is if a nigga come to me about that joke now, I'm going to be like, yeah, I said it. I was on some stupid shit. You feel me? It's just like, oh, well, why did you do this in high school? That was dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's question in. Because sometimes apologies don't do it and don't fix it. And people lose endorsements and they lose. Yeah. So, I mean, do you feel like if a person is sincerely apologetic about that, that then they should, like, lose shit behind it? Like, it's one thing to be apologetic behind it. Like, it's another thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? <laughs> like, I mean, his apology was terrible, but you yeah. got Kareem Hunt, who just got in trouble for, what, kicking and pushing uh, a woman in the lobby on yep. top of the next time out after that, that he fought somebody in June. And like a hotel, something like that, dude just didn't press charges. And then apparently there's a third situation that he didn't talk about. So he got cut from the Chiefs. Uh, but he, on Monday Night Football, or Sunday Night Football, was like, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? I apologize. I, I messed up. I don't feel like that was a good time or a good apology necessarily, but he made one. This is my thing. Don't suggest, I don't think any, I don't think I, I, should, I, I have the capacity to speak for anybody else on what you should and what you shouldn't be. Yeah, agree, agree, the only agree. The thing that I will say though is that don't, don't, uh, uh, hold out some punishment and you just go continue. So if you, if you expect somebody to, uh, forgive you for that mistake that you made in the past and you should, then you should, this is the only thing I'm going to add in this stuff. This is the only thing I'm adding in this stuff. Is that I think there is a level or some type of way that we can be able to make distinctions or differentiate about mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I think that there's it's, it's, it's one thing to kind of, you know, kind of be like a kid or be, you know, kind of younger and just say dumb shit and you kind of learn from it. But I think it's another thing to kind of, you know, it's like, you said something that was insensitive, 
and then you said something that was like oppressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, think, I think I think like it's a, 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 a difference. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the I guess? But what's the line? Because I'm thinking of people whose tweets have been you know reproduced. They saying nigga, 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 and people are not having that shit. Yeah. And so like a word is not you know a fight. A word is not me walking up to you and shit out of you. And so got a point. You know. Like, if, if, if the word fag is probably about to get oppressive to some people, we can't it say is. it ain't. It is. Agreed. But that's what I'm saying about this statement, though, is that it's not necessarily I'm just you just made a mistake. No, you said something that was reflective of how you think about the world. So it wasn't necessarily you just made an impulsive statement. You said something in the moment. You said something that reflect how you feel about other people. So it's not saying you made a mistake. Like, you said some crazy shit. Let's make this clear. Let's make this clear, people. When we talk about shit on Twitter, you had to think through that because not only did you have to type it out, you proofread that motherfucking press. <laughs> you do so it's, it's, it's like the shit that we see on Twitter is just a it's, it's a it's a tad bit more deliberate. But what I do think is like something like the F word is it's not like nigga, it's more like nigger. I didn't gain so much outrage in my younger, early 20s. You feel me? It's like, I don't got time to be outraged about every damn thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to say I don't care about it. I don't care about those people that are impacted. It's just that I don't really have the, 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 the I don't really got it no more. I don't got the, 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 the fire to just burn for everything. Every time. And, 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 and let's say, I mean, I think, you know, like, just the world we're growing up is so in, it's so crazy that we're not surprised by nothing no more. Like, I think once, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, well, that's not about right. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first, it's kind of, another nigga died, and you like, okay. And then you just see, like, well, I can't be surprised. You know what it is. At this point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so things stop being jarring at some point. Basically, it's just be like, a word? This, this may sound fucked up. But we give motherfuckers too much credit. We give these, we give people that we see in the public eye way too much credit. Like, oh, I'm shocked that they would say something that I disagree with. Yeah, wow. I think we start capping this one. It's about to roll right into the. Right, I feel like we might as well go on and. Yeah, go on for introduce the song. We gonna get, we gonna put a pin in this. We might be gonna get ready to for for the next chop then, because I feel that's what we going to. That's what we heading there. That's what we heading to. So what you got for us, Toya? Well, we set up like because the next the next song is is my partner. You feel me? Uh, my boy Nate G, uh, again from DC. Uh, he in Dallas by way of DC. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
My nigga, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody in DC going go go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shout out to everybody yeah. in Triple D. You know what I'm saying? They still South Dallas swagging and all that there too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, while, while we get that set up, I just want to leave this with the people. Stop giving a fuck about these people. Celebrities are strangers that we see on TV. They don't know us, right? A one knowing somebody is a one way relationship. <laughs> you feel me? That that it still needs that somebody like Kevin Hart is a stranger. You know what I'm saying? If you don't expect strangers to have said wild shit, then you know what I mean. You, you need to update your perspective of the world. Stop giving stop giving celebrities so much credibility uh, uh, and, and how they move. But anyway, again, my boy Nate G, DC's finest. Say something. Make sure. Hashtag chopped up, not slopped up. Let's get it Hey, where, where can you find us? Oh, everywhere. You can you find us everywhere. He on all the platforms. Play, you know what I'm saying? Like, the niggas kind of, like, the niggas. On particular. all the platforms. You know what I'm saying? So, Nate G, say something. Hey. Hey. Y'all gonna learn what I'm about. Yeah. Seven flat or nothing, y'all. Kill, I'm ill, I'm sick as shit They know my spit venomous Probably what got them so envious Them chemists, I gotta be in the mix A gymnast addicted to making flips I think for that money, I need a fix Potato, potato, I'm out of chips And that's been my motto since I was a kid I was Jay high I thought I had the answers like AI Wish I was a robot like J5 So I had no feelings for they lies It's my time, gotta take mine I'm a prince like Tayshaun Nate Palm up in Nate's Palm That's why the haters pop up like State Farm Say something All of them niggas on Mr. Bean Promethazine be the link with Zine DC gotta keep it mean Mumble sauce with the chicken wings Man, me and mine gotta eat Everything else it be obsolete Gotta be about that paper you talk to me Man, y'all gon' learn what I'm about Young G don't play around you should knew that by now I did this from the ground Seven flat or nothing better This king rain like the weather was clever I got it together, yeah Say something Say something Most these fuck niggas don't say nothing Most these fuck niggas don't say nothing I can't hear you, nigga, say something I said say something Nigga, say something I said say something Yeah, 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 yeah Try be the greatest of all time I got them looking, they all eyes I'm about to shake on you small fries Just cop the eighth and it's all mine The honeyberry wrapped in Murray I'm about my numbers like an actual word Get up, go get it, y'all be acting scurry Them niggas so cheesy, man, I'm through with dirt Can't do the lactose Hot bread, you know I got toast Hot head, you know I got smokes No opinions, just dealing with facts, though By the dollar, I've been a little rascal Bring the lean back like a fat joke If I want a verse, I get at yo I'm a god, I made me one, and I'm raw, praise the sun, yeah Delta sign, I changed it up, hammer time, I can't be touched, no, no, no Like that red cup, I be chillin' solo Told your bitch, give me your ring like Frodo Young Bruce Leroy, they know I got the glow Ain't no cameraman, but I'm about to go Man, y'all gon' learn what I'm about Young G, don't play around You should knew that by now I did this from the ground Seven flat or nothing better This king rain like the weather was clever I got it together, yeah, say something Say something. Most these fuck niggas don't say nothing. Most these fuck niggas don't say nothing. I can't hear you, nigga. Say something. I say say something. I say say something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I'm a god. I'm a god. I'm a god. I'
right now I did this from the ground Seven flat or nothing better This king rain like the weather was clever I got it together, yeah Say something Say something Most these fuck niggas don't say nothing Most these fuck niggas don't say nothing I can't hear you, nigga, say something I say say something Nigga, say something I say say something Yeah, 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 Let us know, you know what I'm saying? Leave it or keep it, let us know. Leave it or keep it. Hey, it's my nigga, so I vote, I, I vote keep it. My nigga got bars. Hopefully y'all feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Nate G, everywhere you find your music, it is what it is. So free. Oh, hey, real quick, too, uh, if you left and come back, if you just slid into this live, uh, if you've been here the whole time, shout out to you. Thank y'all so much for just kind of hanging out with us this Thursday night. We out here sure. vibing real quick. We know it's late, too. You feel me? Like, this is how it is. We just chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? Chopping it up, man. Chopping it up with y'all. Chopping it up with y'all. Stimulate your mind. Smoke This fool. The whole concept behind this show is we having the same conversations we have at the kickback, the same conversations we have. We still call each other real quick. When we link up, we get to talk. We just chopping it up. Just chopping it up, man. No, no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. So we gonna go ahead and get the last money in on in here, real quick. Yes, feel me. Uh, what we calling this? We gonna call it a joys. We gonna. It's the social chop. We gonna call it the social chop. Social chop, 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 chop. Social chop. Yeah. So. Meek Mill is back in, in the spotlight, you know what I'm saying? But in a new way, you feel me? The rapper that took up the conscious role of social justice, and he is the newest, one of the loudest voices for prison reform, which is dope. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this. Look at that. But, uh, but, uh, we, we, we see, you know what I'm saying, who got a little bit more credibility with the prison reform conversation, especially given what he just didn't do, which is yeah. well documented. Uh, but then we, we juxtapose this with the Kardashians West. You feel me? <laughs> also, earlier this year, you know what I'm saying, was tackling the challenge of prison reform. They got a woman, um, I forget her name. But they got Alice Walker. Jail. I mean, they got two. She got two. She got two people. Uh, you know, since, since community, you know, she advocated for two people. Yeah, she didn't get these people out of jail. Well, yeah, she advocated. Yeah. She advocated, uh, she advocated for him. I think she put a little brand behind him too on that legal team. Trump. No, I be on that behalf of Donald Trump, and he helped them. You know what I'm saying? He pulled some strings or whatever. Um, now, I have my own perspective. You know what I'm saying? On both for sure. But what do y'all think is effective for the meat meals? And the, the Kardashians of the world to involve themselves in efforts like prison reform, you know what I'm saying, because it's a politically charged and it's a delicate situation. What what do y'all think they can bring to the table that actually helps this conversation? I got something to say, but George, you want to go first? Yeah, man, I think I think that uh I think that I feel like we can take it to like the three tier methodology, you know, kind of what we know, you know. So I think that, so I think that from from, so I think that from one standpoint though, you feel me, we can look at like Meek Mill, kind of because he has an experience with prisons, has an experience of being incarcerated. He kind of can see this as, as an organic intellectual 
and being able to talk about prisons and prison reform, you feel me? But what I think that when it comes to celebrities talking about social justice or talking about any of these issues, I think that it's really limited right now. I think that the way they can kind of take it to the next level is kind of bringing in some more like academic intellectuals or kind of some more kind of expert intellectuals in terms of who, who's dedicated time to study and research the history and understand how it functions and understand how it's structured to speak to it. So in my mind, it's like, shit, Meek Mill need to be bringing on, you feel me, like, you know what I'm saying, like, somebody that is dedicating time, somebody that's written on it, because now he has a platform. So he can share that platform with, like, a, Michelle, I mean, Michelle, Michelle Alexander? Yeah, Michelle Alexander or Dr. Michael Eric Dyson or Somebody that kind of has put in, you feel me, the time to be able to really speak power, the truth to that particular issue a little bit better than they could. Now, I'm not saying they're not qualified to talk on it. You know what I'm saying? It comes to Meek Mill because I feel like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Kim Kardashian, it was like, I don't know what you got going on with this one. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's, that's my two cents. The clearest is this. Here's my contribution because, I mean, honestly, I feel like in a world where niggas are striving to keep their politics consistent, yeah. I gotta be okay with the Kardashian West crew and with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, with, uh, uh, who's the first person? No, mm-hmm. and with Meek, you know yeah. what I'm saying, kind of doing their thing because I'm good with Colin doing it, right? Yeah. So if we don't raise these same standards of qualification or who's qualified to, <clears throat> excuse me, engage themselves in the system and in the government and push back and speak truth to power, and we argue that celebrities don't use their platforms enough to talk about stuff that matters, you can't really look at yeah, these two right. people as you know, people or me, we figures as people who are in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing for Amber Rose, and I think her conversation is a little bit more interesting, a little bit more nuanced. But you know, doing slut walks, you know what I'm saying? Representing yeah. for sex workers, and you're like, yeah. you can't fault these people yeah. out of the same mouth that you criticize them for not talking about nothing, yeah. really doing something to actually change people's lives. Yeah. They raising money, they starting foundations, they working hard contributing, and you can't uplift Colin Kaepernick with one hand. So what I hate, right, is that we live in a society and the way this stuff gets packaged yeah. is that they get more attention than Michelle Alexander. Then people actually fight hard yeah. for sex workers. Then the trans people who end up being that's the most and you know what I'm saying? That's where it starts to get complicated and it's I am I'm solidly agreeing with you, George. I guess with a little bit of a twist and that is yeah. that you know, I think the next step of them using their platform to do something effective or productive, and then you know, it is creating overlap between intellectualism yeah. and popular culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's a powerful medium right there. They put these in videos like. That's really how I feel, this though. Is, you know what I'm saying? And, look, and, 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 and why is that important? Because, oh, shit. Shout out to Young Pharaoh. I didn't mean to say that. Hey, shout out to, <laughs> hey, shout out to Jarvis McGee. Jarvis McGee. Yeah, Jarvis McGee, man. Right. It's the Kim folks. Jarvis shout out McGee. to him. What up? What up? Yeah, uh, basically, yeah, say that name right. Hey, 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 M2. I thought it's in there. Apparently, there's a time limit for being on live. Instagram, it says that we have a minute and 46 seconds remaining. That's what happened, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Toya G. Shout out to G Lee. Shout out to D Me. You know, I guess Demo. You know, the political plug. But we back, you know. We're going to pick up where we left off at, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we was having a discussion about, uh, um, ah, about celebrities 
and about, you know, they, they platform and about kind of what celebrities could use in their platform, you know what I'm saying? We got Jorvis back already, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, Kimpo, you know what I'm saying? I ain't forgot about you either. I'm going to get you that email, you know what I'm saying? We still recording on the garage band and all, all, all the other things. And my boy Jarvis, Jar- my man Jarvis Jones in this thing, bro. Shout out to my man Jarvis, you know what I'm saying? Hey, up in Canada. Bro. Shout out to everybody up in Canada, you know what I'm saying? You know, we just had a conversation about old George H.W. Bush, you know what I'm saying, about his legacy, about whitewashing that. Then we jumped and we had a conversation about, you know what I'm saying. Um, hey, we, we talked about, uh, shoot, uh, <laughs> people's old sweets being used against them. Right? Oh, yeah, basically, yeah, 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 we talked about people being able to grow. You know what I'm saying? And then now we're talking about celebrities and kind of them using a platform and how critical we should be when they use that platform and kind of what they can do to kind of take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but So, you know, to go back into what we were saying, the prior, uh, previous part of the dialogue was pretty much discussing uh, bring, uh, uh, merging the academic intellectuals with the organic intellectuals like Meek Mill, I guess... No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Kardashian West. Kardashian West. But uh, what I was going to say is the reason why that was important um, is because when we look at issues like the difference between Kim Kardashian and her efforts and Meek Mill and his efforts, right? We have to be weary of calling, um, you know, calling for clemency and that type of stuff prison reform. Because all that's doing is is appealing to the current system to give somebody else leniency. That's not reform. That's actually using the system because that's something that's available. Yeah. Prison reform starts with actually changing the policing and the courts. If your efforts ain't focused on with policing, you're not talking about prison reform. Hey, shout out real quick. I want to make sure we shout out some people. Uh, Jarby J. Shout out to D. D. Wilson underscore twelve. Uh, Taylor FW1 shout out to y'all y'all definitely out here watching I see y'all actively following the Top Up show at the Top Up show on IG appreciate y'all listen 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 I feel like mm-hmm. and I don't know cause it also has to do a lot with you know the people who are surrounding who the people who these celebrities are surrounding themselves by yeah you know what I'm saying and so I think that also has to be a conscious decision cause we can't undermine uh, the fact that a lot of people do this for potentially for attention, for you know, what I'm saying yeah. agenda. Like I think people got real hit to Beyonce's move, which I mean, even that is under skepticism. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, she got real black on us. You know what I'm saying? Got real, yeah. you know, got real power to the people on because. us. And people were like, you know, it has this, and, and and it came out that it's kind of always been her. She's always advocated for different issues. She was yeah. used to holding down, doing a whole bunch of stuff. But the context behind that, yeah, is that the criticism. Was on her four album. Yeah, she looked like a white woman. Like they, like the, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like the, like the way that she was on the cover. They made her really light. They gave her blonde hair. So people looking at Beyonce's album was like Beyonce looked like a white woman. Yeah, know? but basically, so basically, like, she appealed to the European standards of beauty. You know what they right, say? Right, you know. But, but <laughs> I also feel like somebody like I mean I don't know Beyonce, but you know I me. Mean? You would think you, like she comes off as someone who had who. who Seems down to earth, you feel me? 
So you would think that that would that would kind of bother. That would, I mean, that would bother me. You feel me? Hey, actually, that was hey, hey, but the more you think about it, I really think this thing with holding. I feel like people kind of holding on to every word of celebrities is really twofold. I feel like we are us as the people are part of the blame. Because we kind of put so much weight into what celebrities do and what they don't care about and what they do care about. Because it's basically like, you know what I'm saying, like Kanye West do something or somebody do something, then we spend two or three days talking about it, where it's like, shit, what, like either A, what are we doing? And then B, like, what could we be doing instead of doing, you know what I'm saying, instead of doing that? I know for a fact, I think what's the most disgusting about this is I know for a fact, uh, these these people walk away doing wild shit and they get exposed for it and they sleep at night by saying any publicity is good publicity. They know they got us talking. They know they got us buzzing. This is why you have situations like today and this is shifting from social justice to more just like the spectacle that entertainers make themselves. You got Cardi B about to go through a divorce. Yeah. She posted on, yeah. She oh yeah, she about basically cried on, basically cried on my like basically teared up talking about it and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got people putting their holes Yo, in Yo, I seen a nigga, so a nigga, a nigga like put a, had a, a Facebook status talking about like you, y'all, like women marry these rappers who rap about being unfaithful and then be tripping. Oh, it was a Pikachu meme. It was a Pikachu. <laughs> it was like rapper, it was like rapper raps about being unfaithful. Woman fuck with him anyway. Rapper's unfaithful. It's fucked up. I mean, all right, all right, all right. We can't laugh at the party. We can't laugh at the party. We can't laugh at the party. I mean, I'm not laughing at her situation. What I'm laughing at is how vulnerable or how people take these vulnerable moments and really decide to politicize them. Like, really take advantage of real stuff that's going on in their life and they make it the center of, you know, what's on our feed. So it makes it hard to pick and choose when to be sympathetic, when to pay attention. I think it's misleading. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make a connection between this crazy situation. And what we see with social justice, and I guess the connection I'm making is in a world where people are down, just want to be seen. Yeah. You know, I think we, it's kind of like buyer beware. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to make the decision whether or not these people is legitimate it makes sense. But I also don't want to be, you know, authenticity tested. It's basically what I'm thinking of, too. Without being able to worry about throwing a launch of authenticity test while still being able to kind of question, you know what I'm saying, the genuine or the sincerity behind what somebody's doing because it matters. And that and that skepticism is important, you feel me? Because you have culture vultures, you have people that attach themselves to movements, you have people that attach themselves to these larger messages, really, like we were saying, to, to, get, to gain the fame. And that's why it's hard when we talk about going back to prison reform, when you just suppose Kim Kardashian and Meek Mill, is that what you see with Meek Mill is like, it, it only makes sense for him to come out and be like, I'm using everything, I, I, I just went through this. Yeah, y'all trying to bury me in that thing. It's because I'm living with women. Yeah, that's the only reason. Because niggas be going through what I'm going through right now, and, and they fuck up, they locked up, and they're gone. Yeah, because they, they ain't got Robert Kraft hitting them up. They ain't got Jay Z, you know what I'm saying, calling their phone. They ain't got, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the 76ers on them hitting them up. Like, the whole hip hop culture left behind me. Yeah, yeah. The whole Robert conversation. Hey, people, but our people, 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 people don't have that luxury. 
Like most niggas can't do that. Hey, real quick, real quick, shout out to some shit named Stars. Shout out to <laughs> the Philosophical Life. Shout out to T4 underscore 21. Hey, listen, I'm so lucky. Anybody close listen to us real quick. Hey, say something. This music is late. Hey, listen, it's late. So we appreciate y'all. You can do us anything. We watch this. Right. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, the. The uh, like him actually experiencing that and in, in, in recognizing that it's his that he has a, a certain privilege, you know what I'm saying? And he and he now using that to the to the benefit. You feel me? We need to understand that that's 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 like leaps and bounds above what Kim Kardashian was doing, even though what she was doing was 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 beneficial. You feel me? But I mean, there's a certain level of respect that we have to have for that because what he doing is a movement. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it's, it's it's hard to get behind like people who who have been known to to use the media like for like they for like PR stunts for PR stunts for like PR yeah, stunts to launch some. And, and, and that's why I don't want to take anything away from what she did, but it's it's just like a it's, it's tainted a little bit. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I think I think that I think that, I think that I feel like in the words of Toya G, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. And I do think it's a way to be able to appreciate something while being able to also critique it. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think that I can appreciate what Kim Kardashian was able to do for Alice Walker, was able to do for the black women that she was able to kind of impact, while also being able to critique kind of how she's able to just jump on the 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 the, the, the shoulders of black women and just take things that they've been doing and being criticized for for years, and then kind of monetize it and get benefits from it. You know what I'm saying? So throw something. In there to justify that criticism, keep in mind this police reform, the timeline of events, the police reform business came out after she was heavily scrutinized by who's it, Ron? Who was the person who you know who went hard on high end was like, man, I'm over here running down this house. And she black. Yeah, yeah, harder than you are. You ain't even y'all don't y'all come here on come to Chicago. Y'all don't come yeah. yeah, Ron was like, man, I'm running y'all your mother's organization. You don't do nothing. You don't work hard. The family's talking to me. What's her response? She got on IG talking all crazy. Kanye was like, oh, well, be with my family. Y'all not moving to Chicago. Y'all not doing nothing to change. She even came out and said she don't want to move to Chicago. (laughs) So the time of it is suspicious. You know what I'm saying? The kids just had a social media or a public relations blow up with their relationship to actually doing real work in the community of the city of Chicago. Which they was accusing not even doing. Because, because if we being real, there were other people who were already putting in the work to get these women, to get that woman that was off. It was already people who were working in the background to get that done. And they names they don't they don't get the recognition that they should. Like it was the lawyers that was putting in the time that was researching this like, you know, putting forth her case. Yeah. I mean, and, and as much as I'm sure, like they like, as long as that woman got out, that's all. That's all that matters, and and that's that's definitely the truth. But at the same time, we can't go. We, we can't start giving credibility. You know what I'm saying? To to, to certain efforts, just based on you know, saying some like a, a, a generous act. Right? Well, it has to be. A, it has to be a pattern of behavior before we start just start handing out passes to the barbecue. Shout out to Dina Lena real quick. Uh, shout out to Jarvis McGee. Uh, Jarvis says, I believe anyone and everyone can make a difference. Like, cut and dry, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your background could be a little shaky, whatever. But if you actually tag in and doing some type of work, anybody and everybody can come in and make a change. I think, you know, and that's what I mean when I say we make, I don't it's complex, right? It's because complex. There's a, there's a difference between using your resources to change uh, a system that is messed up and problematic 
and you pretending to be, you know, the 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 official voice, the official representative, kind of the scholar on these issues or whatever. So that's a separate issue because we got people who work in community, like for example in Baltimore, mm-hmm. that have criticisms of niggas who just show up and one day you just an activist. Mm-hmm. You know, you just wake up, no resume, you ain't read nothing, you ain't getting no work, and all of a sudden you just a social activist and you got the right to smile up and yeah. tell people how to move and start directing traffic. Yeah. And so I think it's a fine line between having resources to use them correctly and trying to attend, uh, uh, pretend like you the authority on a particular issue. Uh, uh, Robbie Jay says, uh, prison reform starts with the Constitution and the 13th Amendment. The 13th Amendment states that if anyone commits a crime that are in prison and recognize the slaves, prison is big business. So basically, uh, you know, drugs can be said it's huge business. Right, so they profit off of prison, off the prison industrial complex. That's why it's called a prison and an industrial complex, right? Because there is a a method of input and output. I think this is I think this is the point too. Where I think that I feel like I can. I can agree with what Jorvis is saying, and, and, and I feel like the message that he's trying to convey in terms that I believe anyone and everyone can make a difference. But I think that what I feel like what we're saying in terms of you can walk and chew gum at the same time is that that may be true. Any and everyone can make a difference, but we still get to analyze the impacts and the motives behind that difference. So this so 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 that's the point. Here goes the case, right? Kanye West was being, you feel me, kind of really, really to, for some people, you know what I'm saying, was taking up for Kanye West saying he's doing a good thing trying to get, you know what I'm saying, Donald Trump to get on board with prison reform. You know what I'm saying? We got the political plug right here, you feel me? So what we can kind of be able to feel the context in is that Donald Trump don't give a damn about no prison reform. As a matter of fact, the, 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 a lot of the individuals that was able to fund his campaign, you know what I'm saying? They got money investments in, you know what I'm saying, prison reform. So if you think that Donald Trump has any type of investment in kind of being able to end the prison and in, in, incarceration, you a damn fool. So that's the reason why it's like, yeah, anybody can make a difference, but to what extent and what they do, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. And, and that's what I was saying. And that's what I was saying. It's, it's a pattern of behavior. A pattern. Not just one or two acts. You know what I'm saying? Not just one or two acts. And, and, and really, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's like, we Different 
um, people having larger and larger conversations about things like police. And instead, you want to pick and choose who ends up out of prison. Right, and, you know what I'm saying? Just, just to add a little bit more on to that, on kind of my final statements on this topic is that that's really what I mean by kind of a three-tier methodology. The three-tier methodology is when you're able to have your personal experience, or organic intellectual, and an academic intellectual to be able to speak toward, towards the issue. And I think that... Yeah, and to be able to just account for, you know what I'm saying, the the like policing when it comes to the prison industrial complex, that's what needs to be able to kind of be able to be uh, kind of come about into this dialogue, into this conversation about these celebrities taking on different issues is who are the people It's, it's people that have careers. And every one of these issues, when we're talking about the slut walk of prison reform, is people that's dedicated like a lot of years that are doctors in that field. Because they researched that, you know what I'm saying? That's how we be able to account for prison reform not being seen as a vacuum and being able to account for how people that kind of apprehend individuals and take their ass to the county jail, get their ass to the prison. It's like, that's all a part of it. So it makes it what we see in the total of the situation and not just this little bitty part. That way, that way, when we get one person out of jail, it's not kind of heroicized or not kind of pat on the back. It's like broad structural you know what I'm saying prison reform like you got one person out of jail that's good for that one person but let's not you know what I'm saying call it prison reform and make it like we've done something when in actuality the person you shouldn't trying to get to do something don't give a damn anyway you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna say what I always say do not be lost in the sauce you know what I'm saying in this flavor of this sauce here the sauce of this flavor here you know what I'm saying I'm gonna call it you know what I'm saying just being like 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 really being caught up in pop culture the pop culture sauce. Do not get lost in the sauce of pop culture and making we putting too much weight on people that is kind of real prevalent in pop culture. Hey, listen, I want to go ahead and wrap it up real quick because I feel like we've had a very substantive conversation. Um, if you all want to hear more so if you missed the first half of it, make sure you follow. Uh, it's pinned up right there on our profile. We have all the instructions, all the directions, our iTunes link is on there, iTunes SoundCloud, Blogstar Radio, all that. Yeah, follow it. If you want to hear us talk about, listen, send it to the chocolate email at gmail.com. The chocolate email at gmail.com if you got music you want on the show right. you know, at gmail.com and I'm gonna be on the Instagram page too so you can go to a post on Instagram and let me know but you know, if you don't want to get in the DMs you can let me know under a post like hey y'all should think about this so what you think about that you know what I'm saying that's what it's gonna be for and too when we say chopped up not slopped up let us know keep it or leave it we gonna start putting the artist's 
link and like an artist, like a little snippet, a minute snippet of the song. So you as an artist to be able to go to the Chop Up page and figure out the audience, the people listen to the Chop Up, whether they like your music or they don't like your music. And you know what? I'm going to be a critic too. So if your shit whack, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> Straight up, like, hey, this is a real folk. Appreciate y'all to join us on Instagram Live. Again, we professionals. We on iTunes. Tune in. This has been the Chop Up. The Chop Up. Uh, this is the Chop Up. Trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. <laughs> it's been real, man. Yeah. This is the Chop Up. This is the chop up, this is the chop up and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically cause on the mic, on the phone, we can have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media. And you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place. And didn't I say I was KMG the coolest? Had to reel you in if you never knew us. Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers. And this is a